This is a Rooster Teeth production. Rooster Teeth is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Head on over to expressvpn.com slash rooster to learn how to keep hackers from stealing your financial details and keeping your data secure. Again, that's expressvpn.com slash rooster. Thank you, ExpressVPN, for sponsoring us. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. I'm Gus. I'm Smee. I'm Jessica. There you go. I'm Yerba Mate. And I'm Gus. This is a, a pre-tape. It's President's Day in the United States, so uh, we're not actually working today. Spoiler. So we're uh, we're pre-taping this episode. So I'm sorry. We're not going to be able to keep an eye on chat, but yeah, you can still mate. talk. We're just not going to see it. You're a bad mate. How does that <laughs> stuff taste? I just want to hold something up. I, 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 did, I, see, I didn't have a cat. I see it everywhere. I've never I've never tried that. This, oh, it's really good. Um, it's it gives good energy, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of tastes like uh, iced tea in a way. What, is, what is it though? Um, it's yerba mate. It's just like yeah. hip, hipster liquid. What is it? Let's see ingredients. We got water. We got uh, organic cane sugar, organic yerba mate extract, organic brewed <laughs> yerba mate, and peppermint. So is it like a, a plant? I think so. Yeah, it's a plant that you get some like natural caffeine from. Oh, okay, I, yeah, I like really a... love the energy from those drinks. I stopped drinking them because they do something. It triggers something with my bubbles that I have. Um, so <laughs> once I drink the once I drink that, it just my bubbles are just like activated. So yeah. I I stopped drinking it. But the energy it feels so much better than coffee because like coffee sometimes like messes with your stomach. But oh yeah, this is know. like yeah super like mild and it kind of like. I don't know. It evens you out throughout the day. I haven't yes. had them in a while, and I because like usually if I was out grocery shopping or out doing things, I would just like pick one up or a couple up for my house, and I was like, I should just order it with my next Instacart order. So mm. I did. Yeah. Yes. You. You're an, you're an adult. No one can stop you. You can buy whatever you want. Dude, the amount of times me and Trevor have had that realization of like we're adults. Like we could order any food we want. We could have ice cream whenever we want. Like it happens at least once a week for us. Yeah, it's it's a great revelation. It yeah. really is. <laughs> Even though it's every week. Yeah. You're like, I'm gonna go buy a bunch of cigarettes and beer just because I can. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm over eighteen. <laughs> it's twenty one now, right? I think now you have to be twenty one to buy cigarettes in the U.S. Is it? Is that true? I think I, so. I mean, I, I think that, it. Oh, in my guess. Opinion, look it up. I'm, lo- I'm looking. Never be able to buy cigarettes. Yeah, uh, as of death sticks. As of December 2019, it went from 18 to 21 years. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness! I did not know that. Yeah, I don't blame extreme. you. It has zero impact on our life. <laughs> yeah. all, we're all over 21, and I don't think any of us smoke. Mm-mm. I mean, are they just gonna slowly increase it? Like year by year until you have to be 65 to buy it and no one wants to buy it anymore. <laughs> no, no. I, I think there's an exemption for that law where it's like, I think on military basis, you can still be 18 and buy cigarettes. Why? Well, I, I remember like, something like that. No one should be smoking, period. Because um, mm-hmm. it's terrible for your health. But, but it looks so like, cool. The idea. <laughs> But the idea that like an 18 year old child could buy cigarettes and just like make that decision to start. I mean, an 18 year old, an 18 year old can vote is the counter argument. An 18 year old is legally an adult. Like, why should they not be allowed to make (laughs) these decisions for their life? Do you think as time has gone on that you you mature much later, so you shouldn't be able to vote until your mid 20s? Absolutely, I totally agree with that. (laughs) Oh no, I think think you should. I should. You should vote younger. I think you should be able to vote at 16. 
Mm. I mean, I love I, this. Let's talk about this. <laughs> what I do you think? I, do, think... I, go for it, yes. I was going to say, well, do you think, though, that at that age, that like, you know, if someone voted at 16, that they adopt, they merely adopt the political views of their parents and they don't have their own view, like there's no perspective on the world? That would be the counter argument I would make to that. Yeah, I, I definitely could see that side of it. But to be fair, I think a lot of people adopt the political views of their parents, regardless of age. Um, it's just kind of like the way you were raised. I do mm -hmm. think like the older you get, the easier it is to form your own opinions. But I don't know. I think these days, like people like 16 and, and up, um, I feel like are a lot more aware of the world and, and their surroundings. I think social media is kind of because of helped, TikTok helped in a way. I mean, <laughs> you know, you could shit on TikTok, but I think like there's a lot of like good resources on TikTok, a lot of like really smart people, a lot of like ways to learn about how systems work and, and how things affect you. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from, Gus. I, I could I, go either way. I, but. The, the, the reason I make that counter argument is I made a, a very dramatic uh, shift in my political leanings. I used to be very far uh, right leaning and I've gone oh. way opposite to the other side. Yeah. Uh, is that how you it, were raised? As, I, as I've gotten older. Uh, I think I was raised very moderate, uh, like very middle of the road. But uh, my, my leanings were, were definitely very far in the other direction. There's this a... might be a bold question, but what was it that, what was kind of like the trigger that made you go the other way? Um, I... If you don't want to discuss it, I guess. No, it. no. I, I, I grew up in a really small town. I think that I left and I went to a big city and then I started, I felt like I got more empathy for other people. I think when I, I'm not saying this is true for everyone. I'm saying this is my own personal experience. I think when I was more uh, leaning to the other side that I, I, I didn't necessarily understand other people's plights as much. I think I needed uh, to get more experience, which speaks to Barbara's point. I think, you know, that was back before social media existed. I think, you know, yeah. I didn't I didn't understand other perspectives or see other mm -hmm. people's points of view. Uh, and then it, it took, you know, moving out and seeing a lot more of the world to uh, to make me switch my view. It's like that. Very that interesting play. to me because typically bigger cities with more diverse mm -hmm. population tend to be more democratically leaning. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I feel like that's a pretty important point to realize. It's like people who have access to other people and see their struggles and see how they're treated and have empathy for, for others tend to lean a certain way politically. Like that, that's pretty telling in it, my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what a great discussion for President's Day. I know. I feel like it's... All, it, Real fast, before I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, real fast, it's also Pancake Podcast, but uh, we're not doing pancakes because we're all stuck at home. Oh, working. shit. Sorry. Did we do on, <laughs> did, did we do one last year? We made the spicy pancake last year. Spicy ah. pancake. That was only a year ago? I'm pretty sure it was. I think as a, as a, uh, what we should do when we get to be all back in studio in a safe manner, we should combine all the food podcasts that we've missed into one big podcast. I think, uh, yeah, I think we decided that once. <laughs> I love that idea. So we'll do I'm it. also down to make some pancakes today and post them and we can compare. I don't know how we compare taste, but we can compare who has a perfect circle. <laughs> or we'll just do like reactions. <laughs> we'll yeah. just watch each other eat it and, and judge. Yeah. <laughs> See who's a good actor. <laughs> yeah. Spicy Pancake was last year, February 26th, uh, 2020. Oh, and nice. we were like in the same room doing that? We were, in the, we were all in the same room on the set. Our, our the there's no way that that was last yeah. a year ago. Our coronaversary is, or my coronaversary is March 23rd, I think. Yeah. I think is that all of ours, Barb? Too, because th I think all of Core, we just we didn't go back. There was that last day. No, it was we did always open. I remember me and you, Alfredo and Trevor, did always open. That was so I whatever. Think, 
the last day. I think that was the 26th, maybe, of March. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because I think we did the podcast that Monday, and I think that's the last time Gus and Gavin were there. Mm-hmm. And then we filmed Always Open another day that week. But there was also a day that week that me, Chris, Blaine, Chad, and John were at the office to, like, bank out a bunch of RT Life videos. <laughs> yeah. Just because we're like, we don't know when we're going to be back together again. So let's just, like, <laughs> we have a couple ideas in the can, so let's just, like, film a bunch of stuff. We got, like, that parachute video out of that and a couple other fun things. But yeah, I didn't really, like, stop to think, like, huh, I might not be back in this place filming stuff for a year or more i thought it would be like oh maybe maybe the summer yeah or something like what, that what did the, the smell like, video remember the smell that we all tried to find oh yeah. my god yes that, that that was march of last year that was march 7th that it, that came out wow <gasps> what was it wow. like the stinky pipes or something yeah <laughs> yeah it was the uh sewage from the <laughs> bathrooms that was every time there was a flush it would make the office stink <laughs> So that was fun. Man, it just makes me miss just like doing dumb shit with you guys in the office. I know. I miss uh, it so much. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it won't be too long before we're able to be back there. I think, think we're, we're going to be really excited to walk past each other at work again. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. Be- I'm just gonna be excited to like walk places that aren't from my office to my kitchen. Like, <laughs> I just. <laughs> It's just I, like so. I feel like there would have been times like a year ago if I walked past Jessica at work, I would just be like, "What's up?" Yeah. But now I'd be like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That. That's what was so great with um, Dead Little Roosters was I'm not kidding. I swear, every cast member that stepped on to set was just like so excited to be there. It was so great to see everybody for that little blip in time. Um, again, COVID, very COVID safe. But uh, that's exactly what it was like. Just so it happy really, to see everybody. Like re-energizes you in a yeah in a way. And like this is coming from me, who I, I'm a self-proclaimed introvert. Where it's like <laughs> I would get energy from being alone and being able to like recuperate and like me you too, know. Barb. But yeah. now it's almost the opposite. Where I'm like, when I see people again, when I go on set, or when we like <laughs> have a socially distanced uh, picnic in the park or whatever it is, I'm like. Oh, I feel so happy today. This is amazing. <laughs> but like, I wonder, so say for instance, we're able to all hang out one night and maybe we hang out for like five hours. Will I then be drained again or will I want to see you again? You know? No. Yeah, I feel like I, I want to count how long it takes <laughs> when we all go back, how long it takes for yeah. me to get sick of people. I know. <laughs> It'll be like yeah. a day or two. He'll be like, all right, that's enough. I'm ready. Well, yeah. A week. I think that maybe this is like a good experiment to find a balance between working physically at work and working from home. Like, I feel like even when we can go back to the office, there's still productions we're able to make from home. So maybe there's like a split work week situation mm-hmm. where we do like half the week at home, half the week I in the see studio. Your game. I yeah. see your game. I think oh. I prefer that too. Cause like there's some days where I'm like, I want to see my friends. And then other days where I'm like, I need to get some laundry done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, it's also like, I think we've discovered, especially, I don't know about like you guys over at Chima Hunter, Gavin, but like, especially gaming content, it's pretty easy to do from home, like uh, easy to hear each other and interact with each other. And like, you don't necessarily have to be there in person to film that kind of content. But if you want to get obviously like the between the game stuff or RT life stuff, it's yeah, way better it's to be just in, a lot in of person. good energy in the room, though, that is true. Definitely missing at home. Very true. Well, you know. Yeah, sometimes I think fuck, fuck face though, you'll have to film from home. I mean, sorry, sorry, sorry. 
face. <laughs> you got hey, it. I can't imagine doing a live episode of face because, <laughs> I mean, it'd be very rare for all three of us to be in the same place. What's wrong, Jessica? <laughs> just your your little beeps. <laughs> just they're such cute little beeps. <laughs> I think the other day, John was using the beat button on his GoXLR. We were doing a live stream and it just sounded like Morse code. Like he just kept pressing it so much. That's all I could <laughs> well, think about. Was he yeah. swearing that much? No, I think he was showing off his button. He has uh. the mini XLR, so he doesn't have like the other sound effects and like voice filters and whatnot. So that's like really the only button that the mini has. <laughs> so he probably Yeah, I've got, I've got the mini. It's nice yeah. and small, but it's bullshit. Do, do you know any Morse code? I know SOS. Let's hear it. That's not me. <laughs> oh, that's someone else. Wait. That was me. Oh, <laughs> oh man. I only know that because that... it used to be an old SOS commercials. Like for, uh -huh. there's a cleaning product called SOS and they used to play it. That's the only reason. Oh, wait. The... Yeah, that's the only one I know. The Nokia phones also used to use Morse code. They would go. Or is what? it like, no, it was. When would they do that? <laughs> what are we? What's... What is what? <laughs> no, it's this. It's this. Which is SMS in Morse code. That was uh... it. I, I got confused because it's been uh, eighteen it's been years, years since I had that text tone. <laughs> does, <laughs> does Nokia still make any phones? Well, are they still around? Microsoft acquired them several years ago, and I think they redivested themselves. I could be wrong. I uh, saw a TikTok the other day of this girl who ordered a, an old Razer flip phone on the internet. Yeah. And this girl must have been like 14 or 15 years old. And she's like, look what I just got in the mail. Like, isn't this cute? Like, could you imagine? Like, I wish we could all go back to phones like this. Like, wouldn't it be so cute to like answer your phone like this? And she like flips it oh. open. My God! Like, oh, jeez! Oh, wow! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Making coming that bringing that back into style, huh? <laughs> I, I bet there's people who have phones that don't understand what hanging up means and why it's mm. called that, and you used to yeah. like hang a phone up. Well, yeah. but that terminology has stayed, even though you don't hang up your phone anymore. There's also, I mean, there's videos of people asking young kids, like, "All right, show me what it's like to be on the phone," and they go like this like holding an iPhone where it's like we would either go like this or like mm -hmm. this mm. that uh, is so interesting but also wow. <laughs> I, another one that I've seen recently is they're like uh, pretend you're taking a picture and like you'd ask me and I'd be like okay like that and you ask a younger kid and they go because they're doing the iPhone <laughs> what photo because the they use two thumbs like an idiot well you, you know like, <laughs> whatever <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, just like you know those kids didn't grow up with phones or like the yeah you know, I mean, cameras still cam exist you still yeah, do but, take pictures yeah, but if you tell What's a kid like take a picture they're typically yeah. taking a picture with an iphone or a that, yeah when's the last uh, time you saw a film camera right mm -hmm. i mean if if you said to me uh do like slashing fruit with a samurai sword i wouldn't be like this although that's, that's... what most people would be doing i would still yeah, be like, you know Shwa! Because I know that samurai real, swords exist. Real popular still. <laughs> like that's the only thing I could come up with was like a, a ten-year-old <laughs> app. I was like, what? Think of something that nowadays you would do differently, but you still know what the original is like. Like we mentioned uh, for a couple episodes ago, I've been rewatching old episodes of The Amazing Race, and in <laughs> one episode of 
I remember what season it was, like season 10 or something or season nine. Um, like they come up to like a like a checkpoint or pit stop and they're like, oh, to get your next clue, uh, get uh, a, get a sidekick two from this elephant. And like the elephants hand the contestants a sidekick two. And they're like, whoa, this is so cool. They're like trying to show off the phone. I was like, man, I had one of those. It feels like it wasn't that long ago, but it was forever ago that I had one. Like, <laughs> like 15 yeah. years at this point. Yeah, I had a sidekick and I loved it. But I think the one phone that I loved the most was um, the BlackBerry. I just loved the the keypad of the BlackBerry and the I could still I could still use it and I think I'd be happy. Yeah. I don't know. I'm in the same boat, Jessica. <laughs> I had the uh, I remember in particular the BlackBerry Pearl. I think it was mm. what it was called. It was like um, maybe like this big, this thin, and it was white. Yeah. And I remember being so excited about having this like beautiful new white phone because it like was so pretty and shiny and i was like look how i feel so fancy with this and i look oh my back gosh on i think i still <laughs> yeah i think i still have my old blackberry and i know where it is i just want to get it real quick uh hold on a second and it's do. red hold on one second i'm gonna see blackberry pearl i see it it's a, like a little rectangular white phone yeah oh, i was so excited about it because i before that i had like one of those lg phones little flip phones mm -hmm. that was, was like it? super tiny and i had to do like the really annoying texting on it it makes me think of how long Michael had that LG chocolate phone. <laughs> I know. Get that phone forever. Yeah. He had it while he was working at Rooster Teeth for a couple of years, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This episode of the Rooster Teeth podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. When you're ready to build your own website, it's easy with Squarespace. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run a business. Squarespace has a bunch of really cool features. With Squarespace, you can create a beautiful website to showcase your work, publish content from YouTube and Vimeo, or sell products and services. They even offer email campaigns, analytics, and search engine optimization tools to optimize the searchability of your site. It's great for artists, photographers, designers, cooks, performers, trainers, even weddings. All kinds of people use Squarespace. They give you the ability to customize the look, feel, settings, products, and more with just a few clicks. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. See how your visits, unique visitors, and page views all trend over time. Gain insight into the topic traffic sources, products, device types, browsers, and operating systems by visit. Trust me, creating a website on your own is rough, I know. Make a big splash online without the hassle. Head over to squarespace.com roosterteeth to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain using code roosterteeth. So head over, let them know we sent you, and get making your very own website with Squarespace. Yeah, my god. What a, what a time. Um, Motorola, is, it, is that it right there? That's not uh, the white one, though. Angular. No, listen, you gotta get the white one. <laughs> I don't think someone could go back to that. I think that'd it, be a nightmare. It's the, the one on the right. right. I have it. It's the one I had. The on the right. The keys are so small. Yeah. Let's see it, Jessica. Okay, so <gasps> you see how like beat up it is? Like yeah, it's but just that's classic. Yeah. And it's red and I loved it so much. And I can't believe that yeah, this thing is just beat to shit. But I lo I loved it. Yeah. I can't believe how old it is and I still have it. <laughs> Does it turn yeah, on still? Impressive. Do you have pictures on there? Um, I wonder if it would, if I actually brought, I don't think I have the charger anymore, but if I were to just like order one, I'm very curious as to what would pop up actually. You should yeah. do it, we should resurrect your phone. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I, I remembered that, um, I for, I'd forgotten about this. I, Motorola resurrected the Razer phone. They relaunched like a, a Motorola Razer like a year ago. So I looked it up and I'm looking at the Motorola website right now. And oh you, you you can buy it for a thousand dollars. It comes in so there's three options. It comes in it comes in two colors. It comes in blush gold or noir black. And then 
you have the option for storage and there's a little drop down under storage. It says choose an option. And the only option is 128 gigs. You're like, all right. And then under carrier, there's another drop down. It's like, choose your carrier. And there's only one option. It's Verizon. It's like, why have those drop downs? If they're meaningless, there's only one option for either of those. Just like it has to be 128 gigabytes and it has to be Verizon. Why, why, why maybe tease me? Maybe that's I all they can't have handle available. the words people put in front of colors when when you're ordering <laughs> stuff. Blush gold, <laughs> space gray. There it is. Oh wow, <laughs> space gray. It just say wow. gray. Just say gold. Also, it's marketing though. It's space, people want like something fancy. Space gray is not gray. Does that drive anyone else crazy? Space gray How it's like black. Is, is black. And space it's, gray isn't black. Space it's gray dark... has also never been consistent. Space gray changes <laughs> all the time. Oh, if, if you wow. look at space gray over the launch of every different product that Apple has introduced space gray on, they're not consistent. Space gray sometimes is black, sometimes it's gray. It doesn't, it, there's no consistency. Why is it space gray? It fucking drives me crazy. I think that's the point. They want to drive you, Gus, fucking nuts. I knew it. <laughs> I'm trying to see how many space grays I had. <laughs> All the different colors. Yeah, space yeah, gray is my space phone. Gray, right? Is that space yeah, gray? That is space gray. What but is that's this? not black because. Wait, is this space gray? <laughs> no, that's that's <laughs> silver. That and, or... and then I think these ones are black, right? That's the screen you're showing us on that last one. Oh yeah, you can. <laughs> Turn turn it around. This one's black. It's a great, but they don't black. They, they, they don't. Yeah, they don't sell black, right? Like those are all space gray, according to them. No, so that, one of these is jet black. Remember, they did black for a while. I don't remember that. That's oh, yeah, they did. Look at that. Huh. The iPhone. No, it's like they actually had black. I, I actually think these are both space gray because I don't think I've ever bought silver. I think these are both space gray. Well, that's pretty silver to me. <laughs> so. Yeah, that one's gold. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, welcome this to my one's hell. Smashed. <laughs> what happened to that one? Oh God. <laughs> also, look how freaking tiny that is. What oh, is that? Yes. The what, old, what 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 model is, is that, that one? Five or four, or maybe six even. Uh, it conveniently doesn't say. Mm -mm. I still have my first iPhone ever. I'm pretty sure it was like what the three G, the the three one, and the it's just. Yes, and it's so bonkers to hold that in your hand and yeah. just uh it's just so crazy. And yet this is like a a modern day technology when we're talking about like razors and blackberries, it's whew. It's been a it's been a long road for us that mm -hmm. came up in the technology era for sure. But isn't it crazy <laughs> how like you could look at an old piece of technology and like remember what it like what you felt like in that time period or what like life yes. was like at that point in time? Just... Using T9 in high school and texting my friends long paragraphs was a nightmare but i i, I that's all i knew so i was fine with it <laughs> you know yeah well, when, when i was a kid we only had phones at home oh. <laughs> do any of you guys have a landline no 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 okay. some people still do i know do any of your parents yeah yeah i think so okay yeah, yeah. um but i, I have, feel like it's I, different in england because you for a lot, well, you, you used to need a phone line to use the internet with like mm. broadband and oh, stuff. Yeah. But here it was, you would get internet through like a cable, cable. like a coax. Yeah. So there was no have, need for a landline. I have a home security system and, you know, lots of times they have, uh, you need a landline for those. But the one I have has a, a cellular connection. And uh, several months ago, they uh, they contacted me and they needed to come out and do maintenance because apparently 
the antenna on my cellular connection was a 3G cellular connection and they were getting ready to turn off the towers. So they had to send someone out to like upgrade the, the cellular modem in my security system to an LTE uh, chip and antenna. That way it could still communicate because uh, that's, I mean, that's how long it's been. 3G is being phased off. Like they're turning all of those towers off. Wow. Do they just put different shit on the towers or are they just like taking them down? I'm not sure. Uh, I assume they just put different shit. Like they've already got the tower. They probably just put new equipment on it. Uh, interesting that's crazy i'm really happy my parents still have a landline because if i want to talk to them i could just call that i feel like if i had to like pick which parent to call their cell phone <laughs> i feel like i would get into some issue of like mm. favoritism <laughs> like, yeah with my parents <laughs> like my mom would be like why are you always calling dad like why don't you ever call me and i'm like i'm gonna call both of you <laughs> I love the idea of you FaceTiming your mom. Your dad walks in like, what the hell? <laughs> I guess that's like that's like the one advantage of having divorced parents. You don't ever have to, I was just about to say, <laughs> yeah. They don't know when I call the other one, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. It'd be funny if, if they were like, Jessica called me tonight and she'd call you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sounds like a nightmare. Um, My parents so get along, so it's good. I bought oh. something the other day uh, from Amazon that I wanted to try. I've been like really into like gimmicky things just for the hell of it because I'm bored. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I get that. And it's like I buy these things thinking like I it, maybe they'll work for me. Maybe they won't. Like I, at this point, it's just something to try. I, I saw this video about this machine called it's called a chi machine. It was invented in Japan. And basically what it does, it's this machine that you lie down, you put your ankles into, and it rocks back and forth like this as you're lying on the ground. And so it kind of shakes your whole body in kind of like a weird, like, serpentine kind of motion. Okay, okay. Uh, the one I got was called the Chi Vitalizer. Uh, and it's supposed to help with like a number of things, uh, like back pain and digestion and circulation and like a bunch of different things. And it has been fucking awesome <laughs> you serious dude you, you've already sold me barb i'm i'm sold <laughs> i've had it for like a couple days now i do it in the morning and at night for a for few minutes you're, you're, you're supposed to start like the first week you have it, you're supposed to do like two three minutes at a time and then like oh wow uh and then as you progress you i think the maximum you're supposed to do is 15 minutes uh but it also improves energy because essentially like you know if you're tired and then like if you do dance or like you move your body around for a few minutes so, like it wakes you up this kind of simulates that kind of movement in your body and just like jostles you around for a while why don't you like, just move energy. your own body because i'm lazy <laughs> <laughs> okay i found it but it on also Amazon. it Me also too. feels good uh it feels nice uh and like you can just kind of relax um there's some things that it it like advertises that it helps with that I don't believe. Can I can I read one of those things, Barbara? Because <laughs> yes, one of them please. one of them is strangely specific. It okay. Says, Restore energy lost from fibromyalgia or Lyme disease. <laughs> like, is it is energy lost from Lyme disease that prevalent that that has to be a selling point? Like, there's only five selling points, and that's one of them. No, I do know that people that I mean, and I only know this because Avril Lavigne had it, and I read her story. Oh wow! But um, <laughs> but yeah, no, she uh, apparently you do lose a lot of energy with Lyme disease. But that is interesting that they would just target that yeah. disease. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I've only been using it for a few days now, so I'll report back in a future podcast. But again, like, I there it is. I had some Amazon credit, and I was like, you know what? I'll try this baby out. Why not? I've heard good I things. Love this Barb, dude, it's got that like old people beige to it. Yeah, it? It yeah. <laughs> it's something you'd find like under your grandparents' dresser. Yeah, I th- yeah, it looks like it should be yellowed from cigarette smoke. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely That's like older great. technology, but what? So uh, yeah, honestly, it sounds it? it sounds like it would feel great. Yeah, it kind of like sure. loosens up, especially like because we sit at our desks all day. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, it it helps like kind of like just loosen up your back a little bit because it just it jostles your whole body. Um, it, it it looks fake. Like I watched Trevor do it, and I'm like, <laughs> it looks like you're going like this. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. I've got to see it in action. I want to watch I'll it. I'll film it. I'll yeah. Film it. yeah. Yeah. This is great because I've been really missing some of the back work that like Kelly used to do with us when we were training with her. Yeah. Um, And now, you know, I can't go because COVID, but COVID, like this, yeah. this sounds great. I will don't like I'll I'll test it out for you guys. I'll keep I'll okay. keep you posted to sit to let you know if it's worth it. But so far after a few days, it's been nice. And I've noticed a bit of a change in my energy. Um, okay just from, from so, doing that twice a day. Uh, out of curiosity, I decided to look up on YouTube, I decided to look up Chi Vitalizer. And <laughs> there's like two dudes who show up repeatedly in a lot of these videos. It's like they have the market cornered on Chi Vitalizer <laughs> uh, videos on YouTube. It's like an older bald dude and a younger dude with scraggly hair. Uh, yeah. like, those are the two Chi Vitalizer influencers. Like, you got to break into that market. <laughs> the okay. I'm, I'm on my way in there. I'm going to be the third. But I this just like, dope. I already anticipate the comments and people being like, oh, you're falling for a scam or like, it's just like a placebo effect or whatever. Like, <laughs> it could very well be. But also, like, we don't have a lot to do or talk about <laughs> these days. So I'm trying out this dumb little product and talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> also, how do you try you things? Feel- yeah, and if it gets you relaxed, then I guess it it is working. It sounds very yeah. funny though. It sounds yeah. like I really want to see someone use that. Yeah, I'll film I'll film a video uh using it today and I'll send it to you guys. I'll text it to I you. I would guys. love that. I'm also watching the bald man right now too, so <laughs> <laughs> this is great. So Barb, do you just like, you know, you kinda like stay up late looking at different kinds of things on Amazon? Like, ooh, it'll make me Yeah, I've never feel... been like a bored <laughs> shopper like i don't think to buy stuff when i'm bored but maybe that's i don't maybe that's browse bored. amazon i think that what you got to do if you want to be a bored shopper is just watch tiktoks all night because people on that app are just like let me tell you about this new makeup i've been using that i love let me tell you about this new product that's helped me with this and blah blah, blah. like it's literally tiktok has been the number one thing to get me to buy new things yeah it seems great Ooh. for product sharing like way yeah. better so than good. youtube ever was for because I feel like YouTube just has pockets that I don't wonder, really interact with other pockets. I wonder if you could start like a modern home shopping network that's purely TikTok. Where it's like yeah, you yeah. put products up and you like through an affiliate link, like sell them for a day or an hour or whatever. Like you said, it's the best fine amount of time. And then that's it. Then you move on. You just like find deals like how uh, Woot.com. I don't even know if they're still around. How they used to work where it's like you have a daily deal and that's it. Yeah. New business idea right there. Someone do it. Honestly, like <laughs> there are so many things I've bought because of TikToks or because I've seen like multiple people use them in a TikTok or like they've convinced <laughs> me. And I think like a lot of people do it because it's like 
these videos are so short and so passive that it's like oh i got this new foundation this day and like let me show you how it works and like wow i love this thing and you just make a quick video about it whereas like no one would really make a whole youtube video about something like yeah. that. Yeah. What's what's interesting to me is like I'm learning a lot of these beauty tricks from like 17-year-old girls. <laughs> so yep. Just like, "Oh, okay. Cool." No, seriously <laughs> though, Jessica, like I've changed so many ways I do my makeup because of these young girls on TikTok. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, and then also I think it was I think it was Meg actually, and I think she said that she learned this from TikTok maybe, but she uses those task bracelets. Did you guys see her video on that? I think, I think so. it was on her her Instagram videos. Gavin, you obviously know, but oh, yeah, like, I've seen it in real life. Oh yeah, you've seen it in real life, but I think she got it off TikTok where it's just like yeah. these bracelets that have like t the different tasks that you need to get done throughout your day because all of us, I know that I am ADD, I swear, where um, you're just like, oh, okay, I have all these things to do. And it's a mixture of your personal life stuff and your work stuff. And you're like, you get so caught up in what's going on in front of you that everything that you wanted to do for the day it has just gone out the window and so mm -hmm. you have these like annoying ass bracelets on your on your uh wrist and you're just like god i just need to get them off so you just do the task yeah, to get rid of them they're inconvenient they're jingle jangly mm. yeah i'm like oh god i need that for my adds yeah it's funny but she, i think she got that off tiktok i've seen <laughs> yeah, those tiktoks yeah so yeah. <laughs> i didn't see meg's video but i saw those tiktoks so i'm like yep she, I yep. think she's in, on the same uh, TikTok for you pages as I am. <laughs> I think we're probably on the same uh, yeah. algorithm or whatever it is. You need to get off your ADD ASS? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Oh, God. <laughs> this episode of the Receive Podcast is brought to you by Purple. Uh, throw some bedding on a bunch of different mattresses, and sure, I know they all look alike. Same goes for pillows, but peel away the layers and look at what's inside. You'll see they are not all created equal. And that's what makes every purple pillow and mattress unlike anything you've ever slept on. The purple grid sets the purple mattress apart from every other mattress. It's a patented comfort technology that instantly adapts to your body's natural shape and sleep style. It's got over 1,800 open-air channels designed to neutralize body heat. Purple provides a cooling effect other mattresses couldn't even dream to replicate. Uh, this cutting-edge technology does not stop with the mattress. Every purple pillow is engineered with the grid for total head and neck support and absolute airflow. So you're always on the cool side of the pillow. That's the best side of the pillow. Purple's proprietary technology has been innovating comfort for over 15 years. I gave it a try. I've been using a purple pillow for a couple months now. Super comfortable. Could not be happier with how much support it is. And I would just actually, it always does stay cool. I don't ever have to worry about waking up in the middle of the night and flipping it. It's just, it's always on the right side. Uh, you can even try a purple product risk-free with free shipping and returns. Purple has financing available as 0% APR for qualified customers. Experience the purple grid and you'll sleep like never before. Go to purple.com slash rooster10. That's Rooster and the number one zero. Use promo code Rooster10. For a limited time, you'll get 10% off any order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash Rooster10. Promo code Rooster10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Terms apply. Jessica, I uh, I found out that you were very gullible the other day. Um. Well, it wasn't necessarily <laughs> that... Okay, let's think about this. It's more that I like had to question it for a second because I didn't I've never had that conversation with you before and I don't. <laughs> okay, maybe I am, all right? I don't know. What happened? What was yeah, what was the situation? Uh, we were just Did talking about uh getting vaccinated in the future and I was like nah, I'm not doing it. Va vaccines don't work. And she was and Jessica was like uh are you an anti-vaxxer? <laughs> and I was like yeah, the government's just tracking us. 
with those. And, and, I, and then I just left it for a while, and you were just like kind of quiet, and you were like, okay. And then I was no, yeah, I wrote, hmm. Like I just sat there kind of thinking and staring at my phone for a minute. I was like, I know he's not a Trump supporter. And I, I kept like going down the list of things that I do know about Gavin. And then I was like, is this the one thing that like is going to separate us? His, like, his, his weird thing. Yeah, like that one thing, because because there's been a bunch of. I just love that I should of... just break your complete image of me in two, in two <laughs> yeah, sentences, yeah. and then you're just like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was. That was my face, like. All right, uh, dope, and, <laughs> Gavin. And I have to tell you, I was kidding, and you were like, "Oh God, I was about to see you in a totally different light." There. Yes, I did say that. Yeah, I was like, "I was going to see you differently," uh, honestly. But also, I should not be so judgmental. I did have a moment of like, ah, but you know, he's still a friend, and I don't just because if he is an anti-vaxer, I shouldn't be judgmental, right? I think you could be a little judgmental in this situation. <laughs> we'll, we'll allow it. I think I would allow it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because these these vaccination links have been coming out, which is great. I'm glad that there's you know there's wait lists and stuff out there, and everyone's trying to trying to get that done. So. Uh, I was confused yeah. by Gavin's response. <laughs> I saw, I saw um, maybe one of the greatest posts ever in the Austin subreddit uh, last week. Uh, maybe it was over the weekend. But uh, someone was talking about how, uh, there's a, for people who don't live in the area, there's a suburb uh, just north of Austin called Pflugerville. And it's spelled P-F-L-U-G-E-R-V-I-L-L-E. And uh, someone who that lived makes in, sense. Someone who lived but, in Pflugerville set, wrote Jim. that they went to the Pflugerville vaccination per clinic uh and uh, they were talking about what a, what a great experience they had there and then one of the comment replies was like i hope you got the pfizer vaccine and the original poster wrote no i got the stupid p moderna one and i was like man this guy out here is making like he's, he's killing on reddit like <laughs> i was really jealous like why did i never think of that joke before that is fantastic just so great i didn't even think about how Pfizer and Pflugerville both use that same PF yeah, that, or that guy. He's yeah. out there. He's put, he's making all the connections. He's putting all the dots together, <laughs> making people oh, laugh. Oh man, I always get so envious whenever I see someone make such a clever joke or like use a meme in such a clever way, like the Bernie Sanders sitting in places oh meme. Oh my god! Yeah, like people coming up with like, "Holy fuck! How did I not think of that kind of idea?" Mm -hmm. But. But Barb, yeah. some of the shit that you post online, I'm just like, damn you, intelligent bitch! Like you're you put some great stuff on the internet. Ah, oh, thank you. I can't yeah. think of any of what I've done has been intelligent. No, every time I read one of your like really cheesy jokes or your puns, I just I'm just like, ah, damn it. Oh, <laughs> but it's like so good. You had a good hit with your box that was plotting, didn't you? The, yeah, the that was face. years ago. There's a long time ago. At the office, yeah, this is back in 636, which, funny enough, uh, this is podcast 636. What's up? Spooky. Um, <laughs> it was these, like, boxes that we got. I forget, Like, they're in the tech office, so they're probably delivering something tech-wise. But probably the way they drives. were... Probably. The way they were folded, they had, like, the two flaps that looked like fingers plotting and, like, had, like, another flap up that looked like evil eyes. And I posted that. And it went like super viral because someone else took it and reposted it to Reddit, and it was like, "There it there is." There it is. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see hard drive. 
And I said, these boxes are definitely plotting something. And uh, yeah, I, I should have put like my Twitter handle on the picture because that thing went crazy. It's It was that uh, five big NAS. It was that little cube of uh, hard drives, the network attached storage that we used to use when we were back down there. Dude, I think the thing I'm most famous for without being credited is the freaking snail story. I see that constantly <laughs> posed on Reddit or there will just be like a screenshot of someone else's tweet about it and the other day meg was watching a load of tiktoks that were replying to that scenario like what they would do if the snail was chasing them it might be the one thing that's bigger than anything i've done that uh that is not attached to me somehow it's crazy isn't it also the I don't plot know that story. to it follows i've never seen it follows but i've heard people say that yeah i'm sure they're not I, connected but i haven't they're, they're, seen it have the you not snail part in particular. Like, you get ten million dollars. It was actually the, what started million dollars, but was the scenario. Maybe, about... maybe I have and I just forgot. Do you mind just jogging my memory? Yeah, you get ten million dollars, but there's a snail trying to kill you at all times. It's just coming towards you at all times <laughs> at the speed of a snail. But if it touches you, you die. Okay. Wow. No, I actually haven't heard this, and I've worked it, on million dollars. It originated many times. from a discussion we were having on the podcast about which animals kill the most humans. Like ranking the animals yeah. like mosquitoes were like number one and it was like sharks were surprisingly low but i think someone read out that a snail was on there it was like some sort of snail that gives you a disease and then i just came up with that scenario <laughs> and it's now way bigger than the podcast that spawned that conversation <laughs> i was gonna ask if the the deaths related to snails were maybe people slipping on them and like <laughs> landing on their heads. <laughs> yeah, I remember us just being amazed that snails could kill people. Yeah. And uh, it sounds so stupid. That was well. the, I, I looked up the animated adventure to find the source and that was podcast 285, which was, uh, Holy shit. A long time ago. How did you fuck? <laughs> uh, you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that was in, uh, 2014. Damn. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, it's been a long time. You guys are old. You know, it's funny. Yeah. It Follows came out in 2014. Ooh. Do you want me to redo the plot of It Follows? Yeah. Me. I mean, that, that means they shot it way before my snail scenario then. After carefree teenager Jay sleeps with her new boyfriend, Hugh, for the first time, she learns that she is the latest recipient of a fatal curse that is passed from victim to victim via sexual intercourse. Death, <laughs> Jay learns, will creep inexorably towards her as either a friend or a stranger. Jay's friends don't believe her seemingly paranoid ravings until they too begin to see the phantom assassins and band together to help her flee or defend herself. What the fuck? It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound like there's any snail there. No, but it's it sounds like after you have sex with someone, you it's like a fatal curse that comes towards you. I don't know, like in the form of another human or what, but... See, it's so weird. I remember watching this movie, but is it... I just don't know if it's like a specific person or it's just like, do you have to remain a virgin all your life? <laughs> you can't have sex yeah, or else know. you'll get cursed. Because Well, it sounds like that it's like... Sucks. An STD kind of thing, like it passes passes from person to person. Ugh, yuck. Yeah, I remember watching creepy. it. It was okay. It was entertaining. A little fun, little fun horror flick. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Has that, have there been any good horror movies recently? I feel like I saw one not that long ago that I liked, but I can't remember what it was. Has anybody else seen any horror movies recently? I feel like I have. Let me think on this. 
No. <sighs> Nuh uh. I don't remember. I usually, I don't love horror movies, so I don't tend to watch I, them. Do they I scare choice. you, Barbara? They do. You do. Get I do. <laughs> I get anxious then. It becomes like all I can think about. <laughs> yeah. Which were, what are the ones that scare you? Like like murder serial killer person or like paranormal? A little bit of both. It depends. I think like how realistic it could seem. Um, oh, the, yeah. mo the movie Gothica gave mm. me nightmares. Yeah. For, like, it's got ha Halle Berry, right? I was yeah. gonna say Halle Berry. Yes. Yeah, the ones that are like very, like very fake and like you know some creepy monster or something like that. They, those don't scare me as much. It's more of like the the real life scenarios or even paranormal stuff to a degree could yeah. scare me. I get scared of the dark for like an hour after I watch something scary. <laughs> like yes, after me every episode too. of Hill House and Bly Manor, I would. <laughs> if I was like upstairs on my own, I would just run. A hundred percent. Me too. I watched, um, actually for the first time, because somebody told me to watch this, I forgot who, but like I watched The Conjuring for the first time recently, and I know that's mm. an older film. I've just avoided it because I know that it deals with like demons, and y'all know that I'm afraid of that shit. But um, one of the scenes is where the girl is sleeping in her bed, and she has the blanket over her but her foot is sticking out so everything is covered on her except her head and like the foot that's sticking out so in this scene all of a sudden you just see her foot being like pulled all of a sudden Oof. and you don't see it there's nothing there and so then you see her kind of like shift in her bed and she's just like oh, whatever then it pulls her again it's like yanking her very kind of violently mm -hmm. and she wakes up and she thinks that it's her sister who's sleeping in the bed next to her they share a room and then finally it pulls her again and her whole body kind of like slides almost off the bed and then she gets up and then realizes she sees behind the door. Um, you can't see it as the audience member, but behind the door, you just see darkness as the audience member, but she can see something truly terrifying, staring and, and breathing very heavily, like looking at her. Ever since that film, I can't sleep with my, like if any part of my foot or leg is sticking out, I <laughs> am thinking about that. And I'm not kidding, it drives me nuts. Well, so, the, the blanket's your shield, it's your protection. I still think that. And I know as a child, you kind of think that too. You're like, I'm going to cover myself with the blankets and it'll protect me from the boogeyman. And I, I sometimes still think that now. I'm just like, if the blanket is covering me, I'm okay. Well, you, you don't feel safer. Know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, what it's, is like is it, that like a womb thing? Is that like an evolutionary? Mm. Like you, you feel covered up and you go a little bit fetal and then suddenly you're safe? Maybe. It, it could be. Or... Makes sense. Yeah. Let me take it could just also be a thing that pull of the room when you guys are on the couch watching a movie or a tv show do you have a blanket on you no sometimes if it's cold like in winter time i'll keep one handy uh yeah, just yeah. In case i want it but not regularly yeah there's always a blanket that's just like draped over the back of our couch that's just like you know the couch blanket but yeah i guess it's only when i'm cold it's only at night though when i'm scared like gavin said if i watched a scary movie I, I, there is a part of my brain that I'm like, this is my shield tonight, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't, I can't sit on the couch without the blanket on me. Mm -hmm. I just like, I don't know. I like to be like, I, it makes me feel so much more like cozied up. I, I just like to sit on a couch just as myself with nothing covering me up like that. I'm just like, but, I but get that feeling. You're on a chair without a blanket. But she's got a hoodie on or like a sweater. That's kind of like a blanket you can wear. Yes. Yeah, but you, you're saying hoodies. that you would have a blanket and a hoodie on if you're on the couch. Yeah. Ah, oh, double protection. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I like be, I like to be like, 
not suffocated, but like close yeah. to it. It's just, I don't know. It just feels like way more comfortable, especially because like, I think usually for sitting down to watch something, it's it's for a couple hours, you know. You know, that's interesting you say that because like when I sleep at night and Devin hates this, I like to cocoon. So so he doesn't like to do that. So like I have to like lift up the blanket and tuck it under my feet and then mm. tuck myself into like a cocoon. I feel better that way, which is very similar to the what are those wraps that they put little babies in to Burritos? calm them? Sure. I don't <laughs> no, think that's really what it's, it's called. A, oh, it's a uh, swaddle. swaddle. Yeah. Yeah. And so that for some reason it like makes me feel safer and I also have a gravity blanket now and I also mm. cocoon with that and I just feel so much better. But Devin hates it because he's not cocooning also. So he's just like stop <laughs> grabbing the blanket. I was about to suggest to you a, a weighted blanket, but you have one. So Oh man, see. I have two. And I sleep with both of them sometimes. I think that's like what, twenty pounds? It's awesome. <laughs> Isn't it gonna just be like, like a percentage? Me. It's gonna be like a percentage of your own body weight. That's what they recommend, but they're cowards. I mean, give me a hundred pounds. <laughs> I, I could easily sleep under like two hundred pounds of blanket. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, someone who owns, I think it's like a fifteen pound weighted blanket. No, you can't, because <laughs> even like a fifteen or twenty pound blanket, it's still just like, ugh, like no, you yep. gotta like really put some force into it. I've got, yeah. I've got a twenty pound one, but and you're right, it's really heavy when you try to move it. But I still wish it was heavier on me. Like I still wish there was like more. once it's on you. Yeah. Should but you're right. Just get a second if, I, if, one. if I try to move it in the middle of the night, I'm like, oh my god, like this sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's really heavy. Yeah, we you should have to add like ten pounds of blanket every night until you just can't sleep. <laughs> the problem, I think, becomes like, how do you wash it? Like, if you throw it in the washing machine, like you would destroy it. Destroy the washing machine or the yeah. blanket? Yeah. Uh, so how I've cleaned mine is I literally just take a spray alcohol bottle and I just spray it down. I just because I have to do something to it. I can't just like not yeah. clean how does it. That get the stains off it and the crust. There's there's <laughs> no stains or crust on my blanket. Are you Stop ejaculating it. onto your weighted blankets again? <laughs> I don't love it that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like what what would that not work on? Yeah. Well, maybe that's your experience, Gavin. It's not mine. So <laughs> See, I, I, if I use the weighted blanket, I just put it over. Like I'll have the my my normal like comforter on, and then I'll put it over that, so it's not really even touching my skin. It's just like on top of the mm -hmm. blanket. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I need like duvet sheet. So, the one I have actually can be put in the washing machine, but it's a uh, it's definitely like the maximum I would I would put in there. Yeah. This episode of the Receive Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. How did you choose which internet service provider to uh, use? Sad thing is most of us have very little choice because ISPs operate like monopolies in the regions that they serve. Uh, they then use this monopoly power to take advantage of customers with things like data caps, streaming throttles, the list goes on and on. I'm sure you're annoyed by them like I am. Uh, but worst of all, many ISPs log your internet activity and sell that data on to other big tech companies or advertisers. So to prevent ISPs from seeing my internet activity, I protect all my devices with ExpressVPN. It's because your internet service provider knows every single website you visit. And what's worse, that you can sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who will use your data to target you. So what is ExpressVPN? It's a simple app for your computer or smartphone that encrypts all your network data and tells it through a secure VPN server so your ISP cannot see any of your online activity. Uh, just think about how much of your life is on the internet. Uh, sadly, every site you visit, video you watch, or a message you send gets tracked by ISPs and other tech giants who can then sell your information for profit. That's the reason I recommend ExpressVPN is the best way to hide your online activity from your ISP. You just download the app, tap one button on your device, and you're protected. 
ExpressVPN does all of this without slowing down your connection. That's why it's rated the number one VPN service by CNET and Wired. So stop handing over your personal data to ISPs and other tech giants who mine your activity and sell off your information. Protect yourself with a VPN. I trust to keep me private online. Visit expressvpn.com slash rooster. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash rooster to get three months for free. Go to expressvpn.com slash rooster right now to learn more. Um, that's an extra three months for free. Expressvpn.com slash rooster. Uh, I remember the the scary movie I saw uh, recently. I, I it's it's an old movie that I rewatched. I saw this movie in the theater years ago when it came out. But it's called. Uh, <laughs> I, did, I did not see that one in the theater. I'm not that old. Uh, it's a Korean horror film called A Tale of Two Sisters. I don't know if anybody else has ever seen it. It's a uh, it's really good. It's really really uh, well done. Creepy. It's about. From what I've heard, Korea does great horror. Yeah, uh, it's. I think this movie's from like 2003 or 2004. I saw it. At, the draft house forever ago but it's like these two little girls whose mother uh committed suicide and then like the two little girls go to uh, become hospitalized because of it and like they come out and they come back to like try to rejoin their father and uh his new wife in their house and it's like it's it's just like super creepy it's super well done highly recommend it if you've never seen it okay i was thinking of a different movie i thought it had something to do with like vampires and something at night no but, <laughs> no vampires um cool no it's just Jessica's well, like that's where I draw the line. Yeah, <laughs> no vampires. <laughs> no, that sounds good. I need to. I need to watch some more scary movies. There's a new movie I want to check out on Amazon Prime called Bliss. I think. Yeah, I saw a trailer that's got Owen Wilson and Selma Hayek in it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen What's it either. This? And we were watching the trailer, and then we decided like a, a minute or so in, we're like, look, we're not going to watch the rest of the trailer because I feel like so many trailers spoil the entire movie mm -hmm. and it's like okay well i don't want to do that what's the scary movie where owen wilson's head gets knocked off is that the haunting no yes is it yeah he's he's like in the chimney yeah <laughs> i just typed what? scary movie owen wilson and auto completes the haunting okay i can't that's I can't the only scary movie i know that owen wilson is in yeah i was gonna say i can't think of anything that else big, he's like, been in pendulum thing swings down and yes <laughs> yes that's the haunting yep yeah mm -hmm. i don't really remember that i think i i saw that when i was 13 or something yeah it's an old one it came out in 99 um you guys know the you know um that one scene and have you guys seen paranormal activity the the first one yeah forever ago i saw it when it came out <clears throat> yeah it's an old one that last scene where um it shows the footage of the bedroom and it shows the girl walking up going downstairs then coming back upstairs and being thrown at the camera mm -hmm. there's this there's this video going around and it's uh and it's shows like a new they're like oh maybe some behind the scenes or i forget maybe it's like a parody of it or something where it's literally a cat making all the noises in the room so it's the cat scratching on the door it's the cat meowing at the bottom of the stairs it's the cat crawling all over everything but you think it's like this paranormal entity you have to see it it's, it's funny i, it's really I saw funny. this really scary series on netflix where this girl whenever she looked at the ceiling she could see chess pieces moving around ha 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 ha, ha. that scared you <laughs> it wasn't very scary did you watch the queen's gambit though. yeah it was, it was great it was very good I'm so glad she got nominated too. She deserved it. Was it a Golden great. Globe? Golden Globe, yeah. Which, by the way, and I know that that things. Did you guys? 
I don't know if you guys have talked about this already, but like, have you Mm-mm. seen the show Emily in Paris? No, no, and I don't plan on it. I don't think it. I don't know. It From what I've heard, it's not great. It's not that great. And I watched it because <laughs> I love that. I love that cheesy stuff. But yeah, it's not that great. Um, it's kind of like those um, Netflix movies that come out like uh, To All the Boys I've Ever Loved or, you know, just those like kind of like chick flick shows. And it's it's kind of like a chick flick series that got nominated for a Golden Globe. It got nominated? It did. And I think she also got nominated for Best Actress, Lily Collins, which she's, she's great. I, I definitely enjoy her. Um, I just don't know if this was the correct or the right um, show to be nominated, in my yeah. opinion. There's Damn. a lot of good shows in the past year, and I don't, I don't know if I would say. I mean, to be fair, I haven't seen it, so I can't really make a judgment call. But from what I've heard, it doesn't have the most stirring reviews. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Based I- on the last podcast I was on, I, after the conversation about it, watched all of One Division. Mm. Yeah. What'd you think? I like it. It's, I like it's it too. Weird. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. Yeah, it's it's good. I feel like the the fact that they made that is weirder than the show itself. Yes. Like what I bizar- have to say, like, is that from the comic? What a bizarre th- format <laughs> for superheroes. I loved watching those two actors just kind of do that type of acting. You know what I mean? Because it's different than what we have seen in the in the universe. They're act. You know what I mean? Also, Their characters. Did they cast Paul Bettany? With the intention to make him vision at some point, right? Like, because did he ju- did he just show up to do VO lines for Iron yeah. Man? Like, he was Jarvis, uh, for for years, just only as a voice. They did were they ever, like, if they never intended him to be Vision, and they just were just like, oh, Jarvis could, do, I, I just I don't know the comics well enough. But what a damn stroke of luck for Paul Bettany to get a role like that from just a voiceover role, or whether they actually knew of his talent and cast him in with the intent to make him an on-screen character years down the line like he's been in that mcu now like as long as anyone yeah because uh, he was in he, the first he, iron man yeah and but he didn't he doesn't go on screen until age of ultron but that's also when they introduce the same movie where they introduce wanda like that's also uh-huh. when scarlet but witch ultron, first appeared. ultron was like seven years after iron man yes something like yeah. that. yeah which is is crazy to me so maybe that was just a part of their plan. They were like, maybe they need a love interest character for Wanda. And they're like, let's, I don't know. I don't know the comics either. So I'm not sure. But that is, that's a good question. Yeah. I just love, I love Elizabeth Olsen. She's. Yeah. She's wonderful. fantastic. She really is. I, she's and so I, did, <laughs> I forgot until she's, I guess it's a spoiler. I won't say that. I, I guess like the accent she was doing depends on where she is. Mm-hmm. Well, she's putting. Well, I don't want to talk too much about yeah. it, but yeah, you guys should watch it. Or I'm talking to the because I feel like in Ultron, <laughs> in Ultron, she has a thick Russian accent, and then in the later ones, she has no accent at all. And I guess now they're addressing that with plot, because before mm-hmm. it wasn't really mentioned. When you say the later ones, are you talking about WandaVision or just the later movies, like uh, Infinity War and Endgame? Or she doesn't have an accent. Hmm. Yeah, she just sounds American, really. So wouldn't that be uh, funny if it was just Elizabeth Olsen forgetting to do the accent? Yeah, <laughs> you're just like, ooh, like, shit. The ship supervisor's <laughs> like, oh shit. We're three weeks in, and we've, we've got the use to have an accent. <laughs> so 
I was curious about your question, Gavin, so I looked it up. And okay. a, it, it doesn't look like Paul Bettany knew that he was going to play Vision. That uh, initially he was just cast as the voice of Jarvis. And that at one point, you know, several years after that, he had a meeting with a producer who told him his career was over and that he should just give up, that it was he was done. And that uh, literally he walked out of that meeting and his phone rang and it was Joss Whedon asking him if he wanted to play Vision. That's so cool. So I guess the stroke of luck for him and a stroke of luck for the producers that he was able to nail that role. And it's such an important role too, like to have an infinity stone on your forehead is like a big deal in the MCU. And to start off as just a voiceover role that probably, what, took a few days to do the voices for, to do the voiceover for Iron Man. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. What, a, what a, like an upward <laughs> career move that was. And then he's getting cast in like Solo and all these other things. Mm. I feel like I'd only ever seen him in rom-coms. Oh no, he was in, um, did you, I think, was it Angels and Demons? He, I forget, but he like played a really dark character and like whips himself. It's really strange, but he was great in it. I think it was Angel, or maybe it was the Da Vinci Code. Maybe that was it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Fair play. He's great though. He's, he's always been great. He's married to Jennifer Connelly. What a, what a power mm -hmm. couple. Which I love her, by the way, ever since Labyrinth. Mm. She's He's great. been in a lot of stuff. Wow. I think mm -hmm. we should start a podcast to just talk about all the amazing, beautiful women in media. Because <laughs> I feel like me, you and me, Jessica, would just like be gushing over all these women. Oh, absolutely. For, like, the whole time. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yep. 100%. I saw this, um, this meme the other day where it said, like, stop competing with like how to stop competing with women and start dating them i was like yeah <laughs> that's a, that sounds great <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah don't teach me i know don't. yeah <laughs> so it looks like the oscar nominations are going to be announced march 15th i was looking it up after you were talking about award nominations it's gonna, it seems like it's a weird year for nominations for that kind of stuff it is. Have you looked at the Golden Globe nominations? Because some of the stuff that's I nominated, haven't. oh, it's strange. It's, it, you know, and a lot of it is stuff, you know, on, on Netflix and um, other streaming platforms, mm -hmm. obviously. Um, but I was very disappointed to see, I, I think this was the Golden Globes. It was a graphic of all the women nominated for Best Actress. And I think there was only one woman of color in the entire list of women nominated. Um, yeah, that's Or maybe weird. it was like even best support it was like a, a lot there, there must have been mm -hmm. like 20 or 30 women listed and it's like really like we got it mm -hmm. the, the, the industry's got to be better about diversifying nominations and and recognizing people in the industry uh, we're not all like, white women i uh was i don't know if that was necessarily the golden globes it seems like there's maybe uh, something else yeah maybe it's another one there's uh maybe it's a different category that that you saw it looks like Best Actress uh, appears to be, I'm very quickly looking through them here. I, I, sorry, like I said, I hadn't looked at the nominations before now. No, you're good. It looks like it's uh, three white women and maybe two black women, from what I can tell. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of something else, but there was like a graphic showed of like all these women nominated for something mm -hmm. and, and, you know, it was a big discussion of just like, we need to do better. In in, yeah, yeah. in general, that's a, that's a good guiding principle, I think. Mm -hmm. oh. I, I still remember... Uh, was it Natalie Portman was introducing the nominees for yes. Best Director, and she's like, "Here are all here are the all male nominees." Yeah, or something like it was that. so was good. Like, <laughs> so good. Oh, she's awesome. Natalie yeah. Portman, 
also she's so great if you guys she was on um dak shepherd's podcast and uh, i think for the second time or or first time either way but she she tells her stories like the fact that she was in the professional at such a young age and how after that movie she was um very sexualized at such a young age and how she kind Mm -hmm. of like future roles she completely shut down anything that had to do with um sex or being sexy in any way and um she i don't know she's she's such a fascinating person she has a great story like story in that in that movie I think, I think she's like 12 in the professional, right? I think yeah. so. I'm pretty sure that's what, what she had said. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Let's yeah. See, it was 94 and she was born 81. So she was either 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. And, and with that conversation came the whole like, you know, um, just, just, how men and women are with each other and how older men were looking at a 12, 13 year old girl in a sexual way and how that just kind of shaped her in her younger years. And then eventually she, she got over it and then she started to pursue, not pursue, but she just pursued roles that she thought were deep and great, like closer, uh, was Mm -hmm. so great. And, um, even black swan to a degree. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it was a great podcast. For sure. Black Swan was intense. Mm-hmm. That was a crazy movie. Yeah. Uh, I, before we get too far from it, uh, Barbara brought up something. It made, it made me think of a, of, a, of something else that we should uh, bring up. I want to remind everyone that uh, this February, uh, Rooster Teeth is celebrating Black Heritage Month. Uh, we're raising money for the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, the Austin Area Urban League. So organizations uh, dedicated to fighting racial injustice. You can donate at roosterteeth.com slash donate. Uh, or if you like some merch, you can pick up a shirt or hoodie or a hat from the Black Excellence Collection. Uh, we have a link. We'll have a link uh, in the show notes. You can check that out. Uh, all profits from the Sky's the Limit t-shirt, uh, Black Excellence pullover hoodie, or Black Excellence snapback cap. I'll go to the Austin Urban League. And we got a whole slate of content running uh, every Friday at 5 p.m. Uh, this Friday at 5, we're going to have the next Black superhero. Comic book experts and fans will have one hour to create the concept and backstory of the world's next Black superhero. We've got panelists include io9 staff writer Charles Pulliamore. Uh, uh, and a bunch of other people uh, that we've worked with in the past. Maybe some people you don't know. Uh, Charles so go, is so awesome. Go check out. Charles is on The Real Canon with uh, John, which is why I call him out specifically. It's a, a one of our new shows that we have coming out. Uh, so check it out this Friday at 5 p.m. Central Time. Uh, so, anyway, I just wanted to, to bring that up. No, wonderful. Cool. And if people haven't listened to The Real Canon already, I mean, go check it out. It's a great show. John and, and Charles do a great job. But Charles is so... He's just awesome, and I hope people check out that panel to to get a little taste of, you know, what he, uh, you know, is all about, and you know, just him as a person. He's just wonderful, and uh, if you're not watching the real canon, you're missing out. Listening. Listen. Yeah, is it yeah. Uh, audio? Yeah, you know, listening, <laughs> watching yeah. with watch, your ears. Watch with your ears. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a podcast. <laughs> I heard there was a trailer for that podcast on uh, Face. Oh my god. I, I heard the same thing, yeah. In the feed. <laughs> they talk about WandaVision on one episode, actually. They go into the whole WandaVision stuff. So if you're curious about that show, check out that episode of Real Canon. I literally, when we were talking about that earlier, I kept thinking about John and that podcast. I was like, I bet you anything they've talked about it already and I just need oh. to listen to it. <laughs> it's really interesting what they do with the styles on that show. Like uh, trying to match the styles of each decade. And I guess they're 
the one I just watched there in the 80s. But mm -hmm. I was I was trying to figure out like, is my stream quality shitty or are they deliberately <laughs> making like the sitcom look a little bit blurry? Hey! Kind of I saw blurry. that. <laughs> and uh, and then it and then it cuts back to like outside of that world, and it's like crystal clear. So yeah, it like, looks oh, great. Oh yeah, they're actually they're actually putting like. <laughs> weird video artifacts onto it deliberately even like the smearing of like there the highlights some... that you would get on video there was there was it's funny you bring that up there was one episode i forget which one it was where um like one of the neighbors walked into uh, their house and my stream like the whole screen turned green and kind of like broke for a second i was like was that part of the show or did my internet fuck up i had to rewind yes. it and <laughs> look at it i had that same thought <laughs> yeah it's really nice the the subtle things they're doing even like messing with the aspect ratios and mm -hmm. color and the quality yeah, they don't, and stuff. They don't even. They normally don't hard cut between aspect ratios in that show, right? Like it grows, like it stretches. You see it or, grow. Yeah, it expands yeah. in different directions. It's so awesome. I love that. Yeah, very cool. I just Neat. love Marvel. It just the intro to that show too. It makes me want to watch Marvel movies. It makes me want to watch Avengers again. Mm -hmm. And just all yeah, those. It, it it brought up a lot of questions for me that I just I just couldn't remember, like. I couldn't remember what put Vision in that state because I know that in Endgame spoiler, he, oh no, Infinity War spoiler, Infinity he dies War, twice. Yeah. He yeah. gets killed in two different ways. And I was yeah. like, is the canon way what Thanos did or what Scarlet Witch did? And then I was, and I had to go back and watch that. And then I remember that um, she gets snapped. And I, I totally forgot that. Like she, She's one of the people who disappears. So that makes sense. Is why like she came back, and then that's why it took so long for One Division to start. Is because okay, now that makes sense. This is like super spoilery, right? Maybe we should cut this. No, I mean it's been by this point. This is next week, so this will be like two weeks old, right? Yeah, but that makes sense now. At the beginning of WandaVision, when the hospital scene, or we'll just you know when everybody. I don't know what I should say. Yeah, I think we should yeah. probably hold off on, is that on the this. First, it's still pretty new show. Is that the first time we've seen people come back I, on screen? I think so. Yeah, maybe we should cut it then, because that's okay. a pretty big yeah. spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll just do this the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> SOS, SOS. <laughs> but yeah. Um, okay, well, I don't know where we were. Uh, WandaVision, <laughs> trying to figure out where we could pick back up. Uh, but yeah, it's a good show. And then the that next show was it the Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes out March nineteenth. I think they announced, which I'm curious. I guess that's is that when WandaVision is going to end? Do you think like one show is going to end and the next one's going to pick up immediately? Like I'm trying to figure out how many episodes are left on WandaVision before uh, that show wraps up. Yeah, I don't know. But if they do do that, man, they have their slate so so down to a T. That's honestly incredible. Just. Yeah. how they did this nice and nice and toy yeah this is have fantastic you guys heard also about this new movie in production called the bubble no no tell me is it's it about a... jessica's gut yeah <laughs> my bubbles uh, it's, it's a like new a movie documentary that is just starting i think just starting casting um production but it's pedro pascal karen gillen is that how you pronounce it I believe so. Karen Gillan. I think so. Uh, Maria Bakalova from uh, the new Borat movie. Hell yeah. And a couple other people. But it's a movie essentially about people filming a movie when the pandemic hits. And they have to like quarantine in a hotel together. 
or something along those lines. And I'm like, so now the movies about COVID-19 are already starting. I was going <laughs> like, to say, like, I can't wait to see all the movies that are going to be about COVID-19 coming soon. <laughs> do you guys think that, I mean, it's got to happen at some point in the future, but do you think there's going to be a movie made about Trump's presidency? Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, we, we've already we've already seen... I mean, there's a, there's a pretty long history of uh, political movies, not only about uh, people in office, but the run up to office, you know? Uh, yeah. I, so I think that we'll see, we'll probably see dramatizations of it, I think, before like too Vice. long. Like Vice. Vice is one of them with mm -hmm. uh, Cheney, right? Mm -hmm. um, That's such a good movie. But I keep, I keep watching, like, news about, you know, everything going on right now with the impeachment and, and all that stuff. Um, and like while we're filming this, I think his trial is starting today. Yeah. But um, everyone, like a lot of newscasters, keep referring to it as the big lie. And I'm like, I wonder if that's what the movie is going to be called. <laughs> it's the big lie about the, the the lie about election fraud and whatnot. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be fascinating. Let's make it. Fascinating but let's let's not yeah. wait for it. Let's <laughs> let's make it. Gavin, can you do a Trump impression? We can cast you. No, I don't. I don't think so. Will you just try, please? Can you try? Great. Perfect. You're hired. <laughs> at least wanted you to try and do it. I don't think I could. I, I, I'm terrible at impressions and voices. There's no way I could absolutely. I know he does this with his hands it. a lot. And he's yeah. like, wrong, 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 wrong. That's all I want to say. He's like, it's going to be huge. <laughs> yes, huge with the best, with the greatest. Millions, millions. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> And like and what my friend who does it really well, she just the way she just moves her lips to do that like typical like his little his little butthole lips, you know what I mean? I don't know, I can't do it. <laughs> well now that's all I'm gonna think about when I see Havlick in our D D show. I know, I literally <laughs> thought of Havlick too. I was like, Oh, and there's butthole man. <laughs> yeah, you call him butthole face. Check yeah. out our D D show every Thursday, live on RTTV at noon <laughs> central. Do you, do you guys have a factorio? series going at the moment no we did uh like a short three uh episode burst of videos but that was it just like we just started a, uh, a server then we made a car and then we blew up the car and that was it <laughs> i heard that was a big update or it's gonna be one or something they're gonna release dlc for that game they uh, they're gonna have paid dlc i guess they 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 were pretty no they've been pretty transparent about the development process and they presented like moving forward what you know the options were for them you know whether it was making Factorio 2, uh, whether it was releasing free updates that are small or releasing like one big paid DLC update. And so they announced that they're working on a paid DLC update, but I don't think they announced any time frame on that at all. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to try and play that new, the sequel to Subnautica next, because I think they're about to release 1.0 pretty soon. Did you ever play the first one? No, I didn't. Good. It's a pretty cool. It's a great game to play for the first time. I don't think I'd play it again, but it's like a, a nice like exploration, discovery, survival game that kind of has a plot. Subnautica Below Zero, I guess, is the sequel. Yeah, I've been avoiding it. Like it's, that's been in early access for a long time, but I've I've wanted to wait until there was like an official release to, so that the, all the story is in. Because because mm. like the other one, you can only play it for the first time once, and I don't want to ruin it for myself. The, the the game with the the big update that I'm most excited about right now is Stardew Valley rolled out the 1.5 update. Hey, Ooh, that's, that. that's, that's not super new, but they added a, a beach farm, uh, a new townsperson, 
um a bunch of other stuff i don't remember exactly stardew we just started playing that we're gonna make a little mini mini series kind of like factorio in that where we just play through it for a couple episodes Mm -hmm. but that game is like i'm just starting to get into it i never played it before it's fun stardew valley yeah i never played it before I, uh, I I pasted the release notes into the um, uh, Discord, Discord chat if you want to check it out. And the reason I did that is just so you can scroll through and see how long Shit. the patch notes are and all the things that were updated and changed. It's Better get back on it, huge. Jeff. There's a lot uh, going Jess, on. Jess, have that. you ever played Stardew? I, I haven't. Well, actually, no, I haven't. I haven't played, but I think I was a part of a, a stream... <laughs> No, I haven't played. I just watched. <laughs> <laughs> that was a super it took me a while long, to get there, but I got there. No. It's really yeah. fun. It's a really I was like, relaxing game. Did I play game. or not? But you it's always, very relaxing. But you always was, feel like you have something to do. Yeah, I, it's the same way that Animal Crossing kind of helped me when I was like super anxious at the beginning of quarantine. And so, yeah. like you might you might like it too, Jess, because you you and me Calming. are kind of similar, where we need something to like you know chill us out every now and then yeah i need to recharge some batteries yeah yeah it's a so, great switch game yeah. especially when uh travel was allowed it was the ultimate mm-hmm. game to play on a plane also i think that new 1.5 update is not out on consoles yet i think it's only on pc i think it's coming to consoles this month i could be wrong about that okay so okay. uh if you're if you're playing on console that that update's not out for you yet but it should it's be coming. soon i wonder if yeah. i should start a new farm or continue on my i'm curious to try the beach farm the problem with the beach farm like it seemed like everything was great there was a lot of benefits to it but the problem is that uh sprinklers don't work on sandy soil on a beach farm so i'm like i'm really Uh. scared to try that because like i don't want to spend all my time watering my crops my current farm is the the water one and it is a piece of shit there's absolutely no benefit to having like ponds all over your farm because it's just space that you can't use Mm-hmm. It was a bad choice. I got real. Does it not farm. drown your crops? Well, you just can't. You, <laughs> you're not. You're not like planting the crops in the water. You're just okay. avoiding. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you should be. Okay. They should allow you to do something with that, though. Like she's saying, like you should be able to plant like a rice paddy, like something that's normally flooded anyway. Yeah, yeah like it, you should use that to I your thought, benefit. Yeah. Yeah, in my head, I thought it'd be great for like catch, like putting the traps in the water or fishing and stuff. And it's like, no, nah, you can just do that on the normal farm. Because there's a tiny <laughs> pond in that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. it's a it's a very relaxing game <laughs> though, it. because yeah. it's not like nothing about it is stressful, which is nice. That like there's is not true. If yet. you're trying to get out of the caves and try to get back before two a.m., that could be stressful. Well, I have not uh, encountered that issue yet. I'm still <laughs> I'm still planting my uh, starter pack that you get when you start <laughs> off. I think I'm like day 12 or 13 or something oh, like okay. that. Because yeah. you lose a lot of shit if you fall asleep outside of your house. Oh, there God. have been times where I've been like full sprint and I've just made it into my front door before I passed out at 2 a.m. And you're like, whoo! Jesus! Yeah. I got to keep some stuff. food with you to to eat, get your energy back well, there. No, at 2 a.m., it's a hard stop. Like yeah, the day oh, is the right. latest you can stay up on a normal day. Yeah. You'll, trust me, yeah, you'll learn these things the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> when you lose oh, no, wait, I lied. Shit. I have played the game before because I, I played it once because I told you guys when I played it for the first time, I thought the box outside your house was your storage. Oh. And, <laughs> and I you were just, <laughs> just selling stuff. Just selling everything I collected. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Immediately. At least you got some gold. Experience. Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, I think it's about time to wrap this episode up. Uh, Are you so... sure? Because Jessica was super late and she made us start really late. Okay. Uh, no, that's false. Stop lying. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. So. Well, thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, hopefully, uh, uh, hopefully we're entertaining on this President's Day. And we'll see you guys again next week. We'll be live again next week. Bye. 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 James and I've got a new podcast called Wrestling with the Week. It's me and former AEW Tag Team Champion Scorpio Sky getting together to break down everything that happened over the last week. Video games, shoes, crazy news stories, wrestling, of course, all the things we're into. Not into wrestling? This show is still for you, so check out Wrestling with the Week wherever you get podcasts and subscribe now. What a week.